If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Trick-Steinbach, your host and the international bravery coach for women in tech. I serve women all over the world to earn more money, create more opportunities, and thrive in the tech industry because tech needs all of us. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, brave people. Today, I'm going to talk about how women in tech, how we must amplify power. I'm going to share three insights. The first one is called the shine theory. Mm, Shine theory. Number two is the actual Amplify approach built upon the shine theory. And then the third one I'm going to do is very operational and it's turning a pen. (laughs) Okay. I guess right now it's more a keyboard, turning your keyboard or your pen into actual power so that when you're asked to take notes or jot this down or follow up with the meeting notes, whatever the case may be, you turn it into power and you help other people turn it into power as well. All right, let's go. So first of all, what is the shine theory? So the shine theory, and there's a website, it's a very simple website, shinetheory.com, is the heart work of two amazing people. I don't know them personally. I followed their blog I followed their podcast, which is fantastic. It was the first podcast I ever followed. It's called Call Your Girlfriend. And these two women are called Aminatu So and Anne Friedman. And they've been besties for a very long time. They call themselves long-distance besties because they live on opposite ends of the United States, East Coast and West Coast. And their podcast shares so much insight, personal growth and exposure and implosion, if that makes sense. Anyways, it's a fantastic podcast. And the shine theory, and a lot of places have tried to use this for like product marketing and it's very icky, what it really is. Shine theory, and and I love the way they sum it up. If you don't shine, I don't shine. I don't shine if you don't shine. 
And it's really about long-term deep investment in another person so that they become their best self. And here's what I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue that especially as women in technology, women in male-dominated spaces, we have an obligation to long-term deep invest in at least one other of our fellow women in technology. Look, this is not networking. I want to be really clear because I'm talking about deep investment in each other. So let me give you a really concrete story. In 2008 or 2009, I hired an intern. I needed an intern to help with some really, really simple things. And I interviewed a bunch and I chose one of them. She seemed really great. And she was. She was fantastic. And we had a manager to employee relationship for the entirety of her internship. And then we kept into contact. And over years, we saw in each other even more and wanted to invest in each other. Even as her path went a different way and my path went a different way, we continued to invest in each other. Now, did we talk every month? No, because <laughs> I'm not like that. I mean, I can go a year without talking to some of my closest friends. We may swap back text messages or WhatsApp or memes or whatever emails, but actually having a heart to heart, that's just kind of how my friendships go, especially my closest friendship. And then, and then if they call me and say, hey, I need you, I'm on a plane, I'm there. So we continue to invest in each other. And there have been periods over the last, what does that make that? Many years, more than 10 years. There have been high investment periods to help each other become our best selves. And what does this look like? When she quote unquote surpassed me in seniority and in income and in impact and visibility in the tech spaces, I was hooping and hollering and celebrating and lifting her into every single channel I possibly could imagine. Because when she shines, I shine. And when I shine, she shines. That is the shine theory. I want to stress again, this is not about networking. When you're doing it right, to quote our two amazing women who made this, Aminatou So and Anne Friedman, when you're doing it right, you can do it forever, buddy. Now, why did I start with this? Well, number one, I want you to be inspired. I want you to go look at the shine theory. I want you to look at the examples. I want you to see how this works. And I want you to consider how you do this in your career because we have an obligation as women in technology. And hey, for the men who are listening to this, and by the way, thank you so much for being here as well. I don't talk to you very often, but I appreciate you hanging around because women have been, you know, not talked to for a long, long time, and we still were able to learn and identify. So I love that you're leading the pack on that. You have an obligation too, gentlemen. Please make sure that you're not just long-term deep investing in, you know, your people, right? Okay, because you take the shine theory, we're going to go a little bit deeper, and we're going to talk about Amplify. So Amplify is a strategy. <laughs> it's a strategy. 
And you can either be very clear about it. You can set it up with women in your area where you're specifically working together frequently, or you can just start to do it and you'll be shocked at how quickly people pick up on it and they start copying you because when you shine, other people shine. Now that's a very loose use of the shine theory, but, (laughs) but let's look at this. So an example of Amplify. So wait, back up. What is Amplify? Amplify is, for example, and I'm going to take a real life example from my life. A few years ago, I was still in Germany. So I was at headquarters and there were a few specific, very large scale offices where really large projects, these were usually global projects, very strategic projects where the project team would come together. And on this specific project, it was about globalization of a specific unit. In this meeting room were, I'm going to guess, 30 people. Four of us were women. And I apologize if I'm missing somebody. There may have been some more junior women or some interns who were walking in and out, but there were four women who had seats at the table, who had voices inside of this project, and who were responsible for specific outcomes. We were ignored. We were ignored. We were talked over. We had to insist that we stayed on the distribution list. And thankfully, there was an incredibly senior woman at the time. She was very shortly with the company. Um, (laughs) The story kind of sums up why. She actually pulled together the people directly underneath her as well as additional women. And she said, here's what we're going to do. When I speak, then I'm going to call on someone else. And you are going to take advantage of that You're going to instantly start talking, and then you're going to hand it to somebody else. If nobody hands it to you, I want you to amplify the other person who's in this room. Now, I'll be honest. She had already been doing this, but since we didn't understand Amplify, we were letting that ball drop. So think about like she has this ball or this beautiful flower and she's handing it specifically to someone else who's being ignored. And we're like not noticing the flower. We're not taking the flower or we take it, but then we just hold it and we're not giving it to the next person. So she had been role modeling this and we had not been picking up on it. Again, these are examples of why she did not stay with this company very long. Okay. So we left that, and over time, because this was a year-plus project, this became second nature. And a famous example came out, and there's tons of reporting on it, and it's from the Obama White House. So basically, they also took this holistic idea of the shine theory and used Amplify. So for example, this would look like excellent concept. We need to make sure that as we're shifting into agile, we are insisting on change support for every single pod. Someone tries to talk over me. Another woman in the room or another ally in the room says, Nicole, 
fantastic idea. Let's make sure that's noted down. Team Nicole said, if it's actioned, great. If not, another ally, another woman says, Andrea, Nicole, I'm just thinking about Nicole's proposal. That would be so important for our end users that every single Agile pod had assigned change support. And you do that over and over and over again. And what's really fascinating is that once two people were doing this, three people were using amplification, men in the room who had been ignoring, and and it was only men, and it was a specific identity of men. It was middle-aged men who were white, straight, and in positions of authority. They had been ignoring and disregarding and dismissing, but once there was one, two, three, potentially even four voices, they unconsciously started to shift. Because if you bang your head against the wall enough times, at some point you start looking for a door. That's Amplify. Especially right now with virtual meetings, it's so important that we amplify each other, that we don't permit the distance and the lack of body language to stop the voices. It is up to us. We have an obligation. We have an obligation. In fact, I was in a, I was in a development meeting recently and a woman had, and she was a, a black woman and she was trying very hard to make her point heard. And there was a slight delay. Now people could wait for a slight delay for another person in this meeting, but not for her. I was amplifying her and I was amplifying her in the chat. And then all of a sudden a man who's a part of the amplification strategy in this case actually took a post-it note and wrote her name on it, held it up (laughs) to the camera, everything stopped. Then she could state her message. Talk about powerful amplification. Talk about that. All right. So we've got the two. We've got the shine theory and we've got the amplification. Now here's a really operational step that I want to make sure every single person that leaves this podcast with. And it's pen into power. Personal story. When I was in Germany at the beginning of my career, I graduated college when I had just turned 21 years old. Now that may not be totally irregular in the United States, but in places where people go to school, they start school later, they go to school longer, and then university is free and also longer. And people tend to take like a gap year or a year in the middle where they try something out or they do an intensive internship or whatever the case may be. I was 24 or 25 years old sitting in a room and I was 10 years younger than everyone else, but I had the same responsibility as they did. I was just younger. I came from a different system. And I said, yes. And if I was in a room, I was going to talk because I didn't think I, you know, I knew I wasn't quote unquote supposed to be in that room. So I might as well talk. So what was happening 
with like almost a hundred percent frequency is that I was asked to take the notes. And at the time, you know, everyone's sitting in a room together. Maybe there's one or two people on the phone. There's a flip chart or there's a whiteboard and I'm supposed to take the notes. And I was getting progressively angrier about this, progressively angrier. There was one man in the room who's still a friend to this day for a variety of physical reasons was unable to step into this, although he did on occasion say, actually, I want to do this today. This is so important to my team. I'm going to take the notes. I'm going to write it up on the whiteboard or write it onto the flip chart. But it was a physical issue for confidentiality. I'm not going to share any more than that. The vast majority of the time, it was me, a decade younger, with the same level of responsibility. And one time I just, in German, they call it bocken. I just bocked. I refused. I just flat refused. Not with style, not with grace. I just refused. And of course, somebody else took the notes because everybody can take the notes. What are you talking about? And it's, it's a joke to say, well, you're the English language speaker. There were male native speakers in there. Your penmanship is so much nicer than practice your own. But I didn't do it that way. I was just like, nah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not taking the stupid notes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Isn't it nice to look back and instead of feeling like, uh, you just laugh at how far you've come. Anywho, after that meeting, the VP, who was an American woman, she was a black American woman, had been living in Germany for a long time. She was probably 20 to 25 years older than me. We were all leaving the room and she said, hey, Nicole, Let's pop over and get, a, I think it was a tea at the time. And I felt like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble. And instead, we walked down this hallway, just the two of us, and we get to this hot water boiler thing. And without eye contact and... Very gently, I remember it very gently. She was much taller than me and beautiful. I mean, standing next to her was just it was just such a wonderful experience because she had this incredible aura. And she just explained to me that one of the lessons of her life was that when someone gave her the pen, they actually gave her the power. She decided how things were written down, if they were written down, and how they were summarized. And particularly in a global environment, she could steer the direction implicitly and through influence into that which supported her and her team most. And so sometimes, you know, she would refuse. And other times she would leap forward and snatch the power. Snatch it. This was a turning point for me. And it's something that I use to this day. In fact, in a consulting engagement quite recently, there was some behavior that was well-meaning, but very, very nationalistically focused. And during a pandemic, we can't be nationalistic. We have to think global. 
Where are the hot spots? Where are people already being vaccinated? So sure, talk about going back into the office and other places that are still struggling to get even testing for positive COVID cases. So we have to think bigger than that. And I will tell you in every single one of those meetings, I am like, my name's Nicole. I'm taking notes. (laughs) And no matter what is in that conversation, the outcome is we must, must, must think global. Why? Because I have the power. Because I dictate it. Because I have the pen. Think about all the meeting notes and all the action items that you get. Do you go back and really correct every one of them? Do you fine tooth comb them? No, we're too busy. What do you do? You can go back and you see, maybe I'll watch the whole recording because the notes don't make sense to me or that seems a bit off. But most of the time, we just read through. And when you read, think global, act local 35 times, (laughs) guess what becomes the truth? So the other thing that you can do with your notes is you can make sure the people who actually had the idea or amplified the idea are called out by name. Imagine the power you have to elevate names to executives because you have the pen so you can help them shine. And when you shine, so do I. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. If you're ready to build your brave to live a life you love and create a career that matters to you, reach out. Together, we can spend time one-on-one to explore how I can help you. And until then, share this episode with people in your life, people who can join our movement to redefine brave, how we identify it, experience it, and celebrate it.